What's up guys? Today I'm sitting down with Josh George who is the CEO of the number one ranked uh, SEO consultancy in London. He helps his clients generate over a million dollars a month in organic search revenue. And today we're going to be talking about SEO strategies. We're going to be talking about courses, uh, especially Udemy courses, and how Josh started off in his early days and now has a team of over 10 people working for his SEO agency. So you don't want to miss this one. I'm Nikita from aspectagency.com and let's get into the video. What's up, Josh? It's been a long time. I know we've seen each other back in 2019 when we used to go to the, the Chiang Mai SEO convert. Uh, seo convention but how you been man how's everything going yeah no, it's crazy it's crazy how fast uh, time flies man but yeah no, i'm all good all good a lot's changed since we last spoke yeah before i started the recording we were chatting up about everything that's gone on for the last three years uh since yeah. we haven't seen each other but the big thing that stood out to me and i kind of wanted to dive into this was you mainly specialize in seo so organic search traffic for everyone that's listening and basically what you do is just get people to rank on page, like everyone says like rank on page one, but like you help them get to that point with your service. Yeah. So that, that is, that's pretty much it. SEO search engine optimization is what it stands for. Pretty much live and breathe it day in, day out. So how'd you get into that? Like what got you into doing SEO? Cause it's like one of those things that no one really talks about in the digital marketing space. Yeah, no, sure. So I actually got involved in SEO as an end result of actually drop shipping on eBay. Um, so go back to 2015, this is before I started doing any SEO. I actually owned one of the biggest eBay accounts in the UK and we're pretty much just a drop shipper. We were selling items from Amazon, you know, going onto Amazon, going to every single category, find out the best selling products, whether it's mop, water bottle, iPhone case, <laughs> whatever it is, take the products list it on eBay, obviously for a higher, you know, obviously a higher retail price. Some of them buy it. We then go into Amazon and literally order it and send it to that person's address. So that is pretty much like how I got into like, guess online marketing or even online selling in general. Um, so what I realized from that was whilst it's great, like we was getting loads of free traffic from eBay, right? They were sending us customers every day. We I think we did about 600 orders a day in total. Like it was really, really insane. We had to register for VAT within two weeks of starting the company. It just completely blew up. But the thing is with eBay, they have a thing called a FBF, a final value fee. So no matter what item you sell, you have to give them 10%. So if we sell like a, a steam mop, for example, for £100, we have to give eBay £10 just, just for them bringing us that sale pretty much. So it just got to a case where every month we were spending like over five grand minimum a month on eBay fees. And it's just like, hey, this is, this is stupid. Like we can use this money ourselves, right? So I thought, do you know what? Forget eBay. I'm going to make my own website, which is what I did. But then my website was literally like nowhere to be found, like from none of my products. And I just thought, hey, how do I get my website onto the first page of Google? So I started to do some research, as you know, came across SEO, pretty much got addicted to it, just completely obsessed. Like I was just fascinated. You can actually do, do all of these things, their website optimizations and get it to the first page and just generate free traffic. So once I learned how to do SEO, it was more of a case of I, I'm actually so more interested in SEO than rank my own site i want to offer it as a service because so many people can actually benefit from this so yeah that is pretty much how i got into seo so yeah kind of from ebay really it's funny how you mentioned that because we have such a similar path and from all the people that i've talked to that got into digital marketing it's either like doing it yourself with drop shipping or at least some sort of like do do it yourself style and then going into like their own agency or they started off in like a marketing position and then they went off by themselves but I pretty much did the same thing where I was, I had a print on demand t-shirt store. I sold on Amazon, Amazon kicked me off and I'm like, okay, let me just do my own thing here. 
And then I started looking into like, how do I get more traffic? And then that let me down a whole Alex Becker, you know, um, like marathon, basically binge watching his YouTube videos. I'm like, oh shit, SEO, that's interesting. Did it myself, saw the results and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, let me try and do this for other people. And that's where I kind of got integrated into the SEO community. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty insane. Because as I said, like we've taken items on Amazon, literally just copying them onto eBay. So there's some items you can sell on Amazon that you can't sell on eBay. And they call like prohibited items. So we were just taking these items, uploading it, and eBay was saying, oh, this is your first red flag. You can't be selling knives, for example. Mm-hmm. That is against the policy. So, okay, okay, sorry, take it down. Because we're listing so many items. I think at the peak, we had about 26,000 items up for sale. And naturally, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to list it. You know, you're going to another category on Amazon to do with knives or kitchen knives. And you list it and you get another warning. I think, wow, although we're generating all this revenue, this business could be gone literally like that if eBay decided to delete our account. So, you know, taking control of the whole solution is definitely the way forward for sure. Dude, everyone is at the whim of the algorithm. So anytime you have your own asset, it's always a, a game changer. 100%, man, 100%. So you've been doing SEO pretty much on your own for the last, what, like six, seven years now? Yeah, since 2016. So the eBay stuff was 2015, then got into the actual SEO the following year. So yeah, about six years uh, at a time, obviously, time of doing this this uh, video. So it's, it's been quite interesting. The first, I would say, four and a half years, maybe even five years, it was pretty much just me and a VA. And I was kind of just winging it. <laughs> it was kind of just, I would say I got really comfortable, like growing up. You know, I didn't really come from a rich background, never had a lot of money. So, you know, when we, when I started the agency and I got a couple of clients, it was like, wow, I'm actually making more money than my old job. Like, you know, this is very, very comfortable, right? And I just got really comfortable and complacent. So I never really had that urge to grow, uh, which is a really bad place to be in. Like they always say your comfort zone is the worst place to be in, right? Because just nothing happens. You're just comfortable day in, day out. Um, so I kind of just plodded along with the agency really. But the last couple of years, I started to just take things a lot more seriously. Um but now, yeah, at the time of making this video, we've got 10 staff in total. So yeah, definitely a lot more systemized and structured now. It's not just me and a VA kind of running the, running the scene uh, behind the curtain. Dude, it's those those early days teach you a lot because it's like, let me just go on a vacation or let me just fuck off for today. And then none of the work gets done. And then you're on a client meeting a week later and you're like, oh yeah, no, we're still working on that. Knowing damn well that you could have done it a week ago. <laughs> Two weeks ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, so I found out that like, just by hiring people, it keeps me in check because they depend on me to get this work done. And if I don't get that work done, they don't have work to get done. They don't get paid. So it's like that kind of accountability is needed when you can afford it, obviously. But yeah, it's it's a complete like uh, I don't want to say circus, but it's definitely a, a, a shit show when you're trying to do this all yourself. Yeah, no, it's so true because like I said part of me getting complacent. It was just like it was just me and a VA. I didn't have anyone to be like kind of responsible for other than just paying his salary right and I just have no no urgency but now like we have a proper culture at the agency you know I know I pretty much know all of all of the team's like partners names their dogs names what they do on the weekend like I thought I'm really invested like, I actually care about what these people are doing on the weekends and it gives me more it gives me more motivation to work harder and make sure there's more leads coming in make sure the agency you know is represented in the right light because you know, this is a little pretty much a family we have right and it's way more enjoyable it's not just me in the bedroom you know building these backlinks or sending you know, <laughs> All of us coming together in Slack, jokes going back and forth. Yeah, and I'm really, really enjoying it. I just wish, I wish I'd done this earlier. Like I didn't, I didn't realize how enjoyable it can actually be. It's a lot of fun. I personally enjoy the the aspect of working with these people and showing them, or I guess like taking them under my wing and showing them what I know and seeing their personal growth. Like that's huge for me. And especially like when they do perform, like 
giving them like either a bonus or um, maybe giving them a, a promotion, things like that. Like it, it's very gratifying and seeing like you're responsible for helping this person grow. Obviously they have to do their own work, but yeah. then they, they grow and they fill in that to that fill into that position that you had like planned like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, no, sure. It's, it's kind of like what I was saying to Theo as one of my sales guys uh, at the agency. It's like making money is good. But making money whilst helping other people make money is there's just a completely different level, man. The amount of dopamine you, you get just from doing it, it's awesome, awesome. It's very fulfilling. So yeah. before we started recording, I know you were telling me that you had, um, this is more like a side project that you had going on with Udemy courses. Tell me a bit more about that because that was that intrigued me that you have, what, like eight courses? or eight, eight? No, no, no. I've probably got about, say, probably I've got about 20 courses. 20 courses. In, in totals it was actually 23 because Udemy actually reached out to me and said three of them are doing really well we want to translate them into Korean because there's a big demand in Korea for Udemy courses so 23 if you want to count all of them but it's actually 20 unique courses um so yeah courses are something I got into pretty much during lockdown slash the year before lockdown um so what I noticed was a lot of businesses were a bit more wary with the marketing budget they said you know what I'm not sure what's going to happen in the coming months so much uncertainty so we want to cut down on the budgets or, you know, potentially even do it ourselves in-house. I said, okay, I mean, instead of me losing this client retainer completely, how about I just show you how to do it? And I just basically packaged up like two or three Loom videos and they were like, oh, it's awesome. Like, can you show me how? I said, wait, you want to see the whole thing? I was like, okay, fine. If you're not going to pay us for the whole service, I might as well just give you the whole thing and just charge you a fee and you can do it yourself, right? So that's initially how I got into courses. And then it kind of just propelled. And what I realized is, the people buying the courses weren't the clients that I made them for. They were people like me who wanted to start their own agency, wanted to learn SEO, wanted mm. to make online. So just like, wow, you know what? I made the courses for the clients, but the clients don't want the courses because the real clients that are serious about business growth actually hire us. So yeah, the courses have kind of just gone on to their own little world really now. And they're doing really, really well. Um, currently got over 80,000 students on Udemy. Um, I think over 18,000 reviews as well, um, which is quite a lot because bearing in mind, not everyone who takes the course actually leaves you a review, uh, leaves you a review. I found it typically one in five. Uh, so that's quite a lot of enrollments for sure. Um, and I've also got the courses on Skillshare as well, which is like another uh, online course education website. So yeah, it's it's taken a, a, a big turn, big turn for sure. It's one of those things where you don't really, but you don't realize how well known someone is until like they talk about it. Cause like, I had no idea. I thought you were still just running your agency and you're like, yeah, I got like 80,000 students. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like yeah. how, how, how did you get that? So, you know, what? yeah, it honestly, like with courses, I, I would say to people like, so the thing with Udemy is what puts a lot of people off is courses pretty much sell for like $10, right? Out of that $10, you might get like $2, $3, sometimes even $1, which be like, oh, I'm not going to make this really 10 hour course to get three dollars not worth it like forget that that's rubbish but what people forget is udemy is like the amazon of online courses they are they, they are the biggest player for sure they keep expanding to every single market right so although you might see it as it's a three dollar sell it's not a three dollar sell it's a three dollar sell a hundred times a day <laughs> it, it adds up right and if you've got multiple courses and you've got lots of sales coming in you know you can start to make a really good uh, amount of money and it is all passive although i say it's passive i hate to say word passive is nothing's really passive is it really you gotta spend the time up front um but there is a lot of questions people submit they take the course hey josh i saw i saw you i saw you build a backlink in lecture 16 can you show me how to do it it's like, i mean i just showed you the video how yeah. to do it all the time you want me to like don't there's lots of questions like on average i probably get about 50 questions a day from all of my courses combined so it oh. is 
big, big task. Um, you know, I have me and a VA that helps me out, but as the courses are coming from me and they're very specialized, like the VA needs to know SEO inside out to be able to answer those. So I tend to do a lot of it myself. And to be fair, I don't actually mind. I enjoy it, right? You know, I see people have invested the money to buy my course and they're learning it. And the whole point of making courses initially was to help clients. But again, yes, the courses make money, but I also get to help people. So it goes back to, you know, making money whilst also helping people, which is something I really want to be doing, you know, as I keep on getting older and older in life. But it's it's good, but it's a hard work. It's definitely a lot of hard work for sure. I like well, as soon as you mentioned like you're helping out people and like it's not only just a three dollar sale I was like thinking okay what how would we fully optimize this funnel just in my head and it's like okay you can do that course you can have it sell but at the same time you use your own backlink service to supply the backlinks that you do in the video so that way you make more money on the back end yeah we which is exactly what I do right so there's lots <laughs> of um there's lots of tools I show throughout the course and I have like, you know, affiliate links that people will sign up and I'll get a commission for. Um, and then like I also have a linked audience service, like in addition to my agency, which will link Plicity. So again, people like me going back five years, if you want to start your own agency, if you don't want to build your whole team in house, you could just outsource the link building to a dedicated partner, which is why I recommend in the course, link Plicity, my own agency. So yeah, there's definitely lots of like pluses around it because once you build an audience, you can then sell and sell and sell. So like every time I release a course now, Udemy have a thing called a promotional uh, announcement, which is basically like an email blast to all of your existing students. And you can just say, hey, you bought my other course. You know who I am. You trust me. You know the quality is good. I released another one. Here's a discount code. It's on sale for the next two days. Grab it whilst you can. And you'll literally just get like a thousand enrollments just from that email because you built up your already, uh, you already built up your audience, right? So yeah, mm. it's definitely lucrative, but it doesn't happen overnight. I'll tell you that now and there's a few people, even like family members, where I've told them what I'm doing with courses, and they say, oh, I want to make a course, I want passive income, and they go and make this course for like 30 minutes, they rush it, they're not even an expert in the field, and the course does terrible, like, <laughs> it's, it's just not worth it, like, I, I stay in my lane, you won't see me making any courses on like, day trading, forex, I, that, that's, that's way out of my depth, right, I just stick to SEO, digital marketing. Yeah, you have to have a very good foundation in the skill that you're teaching. And obviously, if you know that skill very well, it's not going to be just 30 minutes. It's going to be 30 hours, if anything, at the late, at the least. So I've known some people that are like, oh, I'm going to make a chorus, but it's not really a good way to go about it if you have like no idea what you're doing. No, so, Or if you're just looking to get the bag, it's like not a good deal. Definitely, man. I, I would say like in terms of like a blueprint, if someone wants a blueprint, is number one, like... You have to be an expert in what you're having. You have to be an expert in the course you're making. Like, so do do what you're teaching yourself at least a few years. Become an expert. Become dominant. Like, you know, I do SEO. I have an agency. I've got results. I've got clients, case studies. So now, when I make a course on SEO, people believe me, right? I've got I've got the evidence in the background to support it. So, you know, where people will say, "I want to go the course route first. Like, why would I buy a course of you from Facebook ads when you don't even do Facebook ads? Like, you set one Facebook ad campaign for your aunt last week. That doesn't make you an expert." Yeah. <laughs> exactly i've been thinking of doing something like that myself over the last couple of weeks uh mainly for clients like because we have a lot of client calls and it's either they're qualified or they're unqualified and all the people that are unqualified most of the time it's just the owner is doing the email marketing themselves so i've been thinking of just like downselling that offer on the sales call like hey but we do have a course here that you can just yeah. learn how to do everything yourself all the best practices are here you know all that so i've been trying to maybe launch that Q1, depending on how everything goes with Q4. But yeah, what's what's the time investment just from your like ballpark is like for a course? Yeah. So I guess it varies depending on the topic of the course you're making, right? Like with a lot of SEO courses, a lot of real-time walkthroughs, if you're doing keyword research and, you know, I have other courses on like copywriting, which is like just PowerPoint slides really. I'm not really 
actual writing any copy. So it varies depending on the course, uh, but I typically spend about a month, sometimes even six weeks, full time. And I say full time, I don't mean eight hours, I mean 10 hours a day <laughs> to make one course. And the course is typically about 12 hours in length, 10 hours in length. Like wow. it's a lot of work. Like you'll be surprised because I, I don't like to script my videos, but I like to know what I'm speaking about. But I don't know, maybe it's the case I have such a high standard. That's why my courses have such good reviews. Like my average course rating is like 4.8 out of five. Wow. Like, like that is really high, man. Really, really high. Um, so I think it's just because I go above and beyond that. I invest a lot of money getting a lot of animations done for my course. So instead of just saying, what is SEO? SEO is search engine. I have like animations. I sit down with a video uh, animator and I tell them I want this, I want there. And it's a lot of time involved, but this is what I mean. If you're going to go the course route, you need to do it properly. Like it, although it is a part-time thing, I kind of made it a full-time thing for like two years, <laughs> like just to get where I am. But I would say for you, like definitely, definitely get it set up, man. Cause that's the same thing I did, right? Like clients couldn't afford the services or wanted it themselves. And you know, instead of me saying, buy or go to our competitor, just buy our course and do it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, and the cool thing is once they do become a qualified customer that we can then it's like a long-term funnel type play. So okay. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you've had some clients come from the courses, right? Yeah, yeah. Like just in the last three or even four months, we've had two clients come on and they just said, yeah, I took your course. It was amazing. We tried to do it ourselves. And you know what? We'd just rather pay you. The <laughs> to do it. And I was like, okay, cool. So now they're coming to me and they bought the course. <laughs> so win-win, yeah. right? So exactly. Win-win. Getting back onto the topic of SEO. So let's say you onboard a client um, and they want to get to... Uh, like page one for a specific keyword like how does like what's the behind the scenes on within your agency that helps facilitate that sure so we got quite a few steps in our like onboarding process i guess you could say it's like step one is literally learning about the business right so someone comes to us and say hey you know i want to do seo i've got a budget of this step one is just figuring out like what does a business do who are we competing with what is your actual budget you know what keywords you want to target that's that's the initial call right so the initial question call discovery call that's the first thing once we have the discovery call we have a clear path you know you know for example if it's a plumber in london step two is to do the keyword research so to actually go out there and find the best list of keywords to target for that business it's not always going to be as obvious as plumber company london plumber services london you have to literally literally look at the websites on page one see what keywords are ranking for go really really uh, detailed and you know do crazy analysis pretty much like our keyword research process if i was to show you it you'd be blown away like like 50 tabs on a spreadsheet it's crazy um, but that's pretty much step two so you know once you've identified the keywords we then jump on a call and we go through the proposal so the proposal is pretty much going through all the keywords we found. We say, look, we found 10 keywords for you, for example, to get on page one, you know, based on our experience, it's going to take about, you know, X, you know, six months. It's going to cost you this amount. If you're happy with that, you can go to the next step, which is you sign the contract. Then we send you a welcome email. And then after the welcome email, you have an onboarding call, which is with me uh, and Luca, our senior on-page SEO expert. And that is pretty much where we just go through, you know, what's going to happen in the coming months. So in month one, we're going to do this. In month two, we're going to do this, three, four, and so on and so on. Once the client is happy with the onboarding call, they're fully in the loop, we then pretty much start the whole SEO campaign. So at this point, we've got all the keywords. We know what we want to do. We just actually have to go ahead and optimize the website so it ranks higher for those keywords. So we always start the campaign off with a manual SEO audit because if you don't audit from, if you don't audit the site from day one, you know, pretty much every everything else you do on top of that can potentially be built on a weak foundation. So audit is key. 
and you know run, run the audit find all the issues whether it's on page internal links technical content duplicate content whatever it is we go ahead and fix everything in month one month one is pretty much when the bulk of the work happens then once that is done in month two and pretty much every month going forward we focus on putting out what we call tr blogs publicly relevant blogs and link build and that's pretty much what pushes the site higher up in google so it's quite a quite a thorough process um it never used to be like this um and i think the reason why it is like this now is because it, you have to be you know you have to go this detailed in seo campaigns to get results you can't just build a backlink and put a keyword in a h1 tag and hope for the best like and i think that's the reason why we're known for getting such good results it's one of those things the more the the more of a master you become at your craft or your skill you there's a more complex process behind it and all the intricacies and the details come from like digging deep into it's like it's an 80 20 rule like yeah 20 percent of the things you do gets 80 percent of the results but if you want that last 20 percent, you got to put in 80 percent more work yeah literally it's, it's crazy like i said like when i first started the agency you know if, if a local business came to us we'd just build a couple citations build a couple backlinks put a keyword here and put a keyword there and it used to work but it was a bit unreliable it was a bit hit and miss so you know it's case we work with 10 clients if we follow that old structure from like 2016 17 like you might get results maybe three of them which is embarrassing <laughs> how have i quit my job to start an agency and my success rate is three and ten that's, that's embarrassing like my mom's going to parties oh my son runs his seo agency like, little little does she know like it's, it's a failure like no one's getting results so i think it's just a case of like you really you like especially with seo you can't fake it like you have to be getting results and you know what i was saying to theo one of our sales guys well uh, sales guys earlier is Obviously, we do a lot of SEO on our own site. So if you Google keywords like SEO Expert London, SEO Specialist London, SEO Consultant London, you will see ClickSlice, our agency, ranking number one at the top. And we literally live and breathe, uh, what, you know, we literally live and breathe SEO and we do it ourselves on our own site. So the beauty of that is we know what is working because we are doing it ourselves in the background. We're not just selling SEO like most agencies. That's the cool thing about it is... Like SEO is one of the SEO and I guess like ads is one of the best ones to like showcase what you're doing, like mm -hmm. as a, as a part of like the case study or like as a part of the proof for the client. I remember that used to be the biggest strategy. It's like, yeah, just rank number one for your local town and then just use that on the sales call. And I'm like, that's pretty good. But when you got number one for London, that's huge. Do you know what? It's, it's actually crazy because I feel like normally, let's for example, if, if you're a plumbing company, right, going back to my example, like if you want to prove you're the best plumber in London, you just rank for like SEO company London. But that's easy because you're competing with other plumbing companies who don't know SEO. But when you're trying to rank for an SEO term, you are literally competing with people that know SEO. So the competition is super, super fierce. So like you said, like <laughs> my best sales closing line, not that I do sales anymore. It used to be was like, look, you want to work with the best SEO guy in London, right? Okay, so just stop for a second. We should open Google and type in SEO consultant in London, or even type in who is the best consultant in London. They do that. Oh, it's you. It's like, yeah, there you go. Like, so if you want the best results, you need to work with the best. Like, I don't know how how much clearer I can put it. And it's like, oh yeah, you're right. Okay, cool. Send me the invoice, and then we start the campaign. So it definitely helps with sales, uh, sales closing sales uh, for sure. That's hilarious. Um... I'd say we do the same thing with, with email side of things. I do my own newsletter, but I have to clean it up a little bit more just to like do the same thing. It's like, oh yeah, just check out the newsletter if you need to learn more. And then it's like out of this world. But it, right now it's mainly just repurposing threads on Twitter. 
just to get something out there. And then slowly right now we're working on getting that up to speed because we have gotten a few clients from the newsletter, which is fantastic. Um, if it could be better, you know, just more and more people are just going to sign up for it and recommendations and whatnot. Just to sum everything up on the call today, like let's say a client will come into what would be the three highest leverage things they could do, um, whether it's in the e-com space, the SaaS space, the B2, like local B2B space that they can do to improve their SEO. I would say predominantly recently, also recently the whole this, this year, pretty much all of 2022, we typically start to work with more e-com clients now. Like the majority of our case studies, if you see on our website, are all e-com clients. Um, so that's pretty much our main focus. Um, but I guess it pretty much applies to every website anyway, because and they are still ranking in Google, which is the same Google algorithm, right? Um, but, you know, especially for e-com sites, the number one thing to do is to definitely add content which is relevant to your category page. So if you have a category page selling men's shavers, make sure you have content on that page talking about men's shavers. You know, you have to remember Google is a search engine, right? They have a crawler and it crawls the internet and it reads content. If you've got a page and it just has 50 products, all of men's shavers, it's not that clear to Google what your page is about, right? <laughs> so when you add content on that page, you just make it even more clearer. And the more Google understands what your page is about, the more likely Google is to actually rank your page whenever someone carries out a search relevant to the products you sell. So that is the number one tip for sure. Uh, number one tip for sure, add publicly relevant content on your category pages. The second one is what we do pretty much in month one uh, as part of our audit is to identify what pages on your website already have backlinks and then go into those pages and add internal links from those pages to the pages you want to rank. So often we find, especially with e-com sites, like clients will have these really, really good blogs and have about 15 links they've just got naturally just because the content is so good. And then we'll just go into that content, the blog post, and add an internal link from that blog post back to the main page we're trying to rank. And literally in the first month, we'll get a massive increase in ranking. So that's definitely number two, a very solid thing to do. And the third thing, which is sounds quite obvious, but it's surprising how many businesses and websites just don't do this, whether it's e-com, local, or SaaS, is add the page you're trying to rank in the menu of your site and also the footer of your site. It, I, I don't know why people are choosing not to do that. What you have to remember is, your navigation menu and your footer are both site-wide, meaning, you know, no matter what page you go on your website, your menu and your footer is always going to be visible. So when you add a link in your menu and your footer, it pretty much means every page in your website is now linking to this page. So that helps a lot with authority for sure as well. Absolutely. Thank you, Josh. Really appreciate you coming on here. With that said, like, where can people find you if they want to work with you or if they want to buy that course? No worries. Yeah. So if you're interested in any courses, just you should go over to Udemy and search for SEO. My course will rank number one, of course, because I'm an SEO. <laughs> um, or just search for my name, Joshua George, um, if you're into courses. But if you do own a business uh, and you're looking to grow your traffic and your revenue, then for sure, just go onto Google, search for ClickSlice you'll find my agency. You can go ahead and book a call. It will either be with me or Theo, one of our partners at the agency, and we'll literally determine if it's a good fit to work together and then obviously go through the process I just ran through, you know, learn about your business, finding the keywords, and then get you onto page one too. Awesome. You guys need to definitely give Josh a, a shout if you need SEO help, but it was a pleasure talking with you, bro. And uh, I'll see you in the next one. You too, man. Great to speak. Thanks again for watching and if you're brand new to the channel, be sure to subscribe so that you're caught up on all, all the latest email and marketing training. If you liked the video, hit the like button and drop a comment on what your favorite part of the video was. And if you're a D2C or an e-commerce brand with an email list of at least 10,000 subscribers, 
make sure to click the link below the video and book a call with me and my team. We work with all kinds of e-com and D2C brands and help them scale their email revenue by at least 30% month over month. So click the link below, we'll hop on a call, look over your account, compile a strategy, and create a plan of action on how to raise your email revenue. After the call, you'll have the option to use the strategy yourself with your own team, or you can choose to work with us. All up to you. It's completely free, no obligation, so click the link below, book in the call, and if you have a list size smaller than 10,000, keep watching the videos and you'll get a lot of value and learn how to increase your list size as well as generate more revenue from email for your store. With that being said, I'll see you guys in the next video.